Alright, welcome everyone. Hope you're doing well. Uh, good day to you. Thanks for joining me here. Uh, TylerBloyer.com My name is Tyler Bloyer. I'll be your host today on this show, on this episode, on what we're going to be doing today. Uh, basically, you know, what we'll be doing today is just discussing the same uh, topic we've been discussing the last few videos I've posted, uh, which is sort of the fake movements falling into movement traps and uh, the voluntarist, specifically the voluntarist movement. Although you can kind of replace what I'm talking about with anarchism, libertarianism, um, the freedom movement, the truth movement. But specifically, we're sort of honing in on picking on the voluntarist. Uh, there's some talking points that I'd like to, you know, reiterate maybe from my last few videos that are honing on, as well as some slides that we'll be going into today. And I just kind of wanted to reiterate why I'm doing this. Um, it's not because I'm here to pick a fight or to infight or to just pick on voluntarists or something like that. Um, or because I'm a huge Trump supporter or something, or because I'm a huge lefty and I just am sick of all the anarchist libertarians and their movements and stuff like that. You know, it's none of those reasons. The real reason why I'm going into this is because um, I used to, you know, buy into some of these uh, ideologies or some of these movements and some of the things within the movements of libertarianism, voluntarism, anarchism. And it's not that I disagree with, again, things like, you know, that we shouldn't live our lives according to something like a non-aggression axiom or principle or something like that. Um, although it's questionable that it's a principle, I don't think that it's like a bad moral standard or something like that. And also, it's not that I don't want my interactions with other people to be, you know, voluntary or kind of by the golden rule and things like that. Um, so you know, don't get it twisted, don't get stuck in the dialectic of I'm here um, promoting statism or something like that, or I'm, you know, here promoting a top-down authoritarian worldview and the way of looking at things, and in fact, you know, we'll touch on that a little bit today, that that's not what I think would work as far as creating the most truth, freedom, and prosperity, and you know, love, and these other things that we all want to strive for, that we say we want, but again, and something we'll also touch on today, but we don't necessarily understand the causal factors or how to bring those things about or what's been done to create the things that have led up to now. So, you know, I had someone on Minds kind of come out and say, well, I'm just attacking and I'm, I'm, you know, a bunch of people, among a bunch of people that don't know what's going on, I'm just picking a fight with people that don't know what's going on as well or something like that. And that's, it's not what I'm doing. I'm really trying to help people again, in the movements uh, that have fallen into the movement traps that will end up wasting a lot of years and uh, maybe don't have to go through that by coming across people's work such as I have to get me to question certain things to, again, not necessarily throw out the whole thing and all the ideas and uh, philosophical ideas and viewpoints that come out of these movements like libertarianism or anarchism or voluntarism. Um, but, you know, more or less to question kind of the more dogmatic religious sides, you know, in a negative connotation of the word religious. Um, 
parts of these movements and things like that to get people to not be so cult-like when they're you know repeating and trying to get other people to you know see things their way or they're just having a discussion with people and so since I've made mistakes and in my own work I've put out you know and interviewed people that are voluntarists and I used to even you know have a I used to publish articles on the voluntarist websites and things like that. I want to show that you can come out of that and it's okay to say that you're wrong about something and then it's okay to come back and correct yourself. And we, I will attempt to do that in my work and over time on, on this website, you'll see me say something and then come back later and, and correct myself. And this time it took me about a year of thinking about things and looking at different aspects of all this to be able to put it into words and different arguments that I've come up with that are able to hopefully clearly get across what I'm trying to get across and not just muddy the water. That's not what I intend to do. I'm not just flinging mud here. Um, I'm helping people along the journey, hopefully, that it's kind of like a handhold and a knot that I'm tying for somebody else to come along and get a better grasp on some of these things. So. You know, hopefully, hopefully I can clear that up. Um, again, we're just going to continue today to question some of the presuppositions of voluntarism. Um, and I'll be going into different topics in the future. We're not going to stay stuck in, like, you know, just anarchism and libertarianism and voluntarism and things like that. There's a lot more topics I want to get into about the human condition, about things that I'm into, about security, even... Um, online security, how to operate online in a decentralized or and or secure way, um, and then how to decentralize your life. I'm still into the concepts of decentralization or and or you know some of the principles of the free market, although I don't put it up as a god and a, and a principle or something that should guide all and all this like uh, you know uh, I forget some of the um, anyways I'll just skip over that but. I don't want to get lost in the weeds. It'll come up to me in a sec. That's the thing. Um, anyways, the the American libertarian is more of a of a, of a pragmatic um, nihilist, really, um, with with almost like chasing the happiness principle as the highest standard of of you know their society and their uh, free market worldview and. To be honest with you, I really see a lot of holes and a lot of problems in that as well. And so, you know, we'll be talking about more voluntarist type mindset and worldview today, but later we'll be getting into um, a presentation currently titled The Falling Into the Movement's Traps. And we'll bring that slide up here of the current title slide and the part one of The Struggle for Freedom, which is pretty much ready to be recorded and we'll put that one out probably in August sometime I'd imagine and then there'll be a continuation of um, that series falling into the movements traps and so this is all kind of just a little bit of a teaser to that and a little bit of a you know kind of me getting my feet wet again into getting into used to creating content and and working on things on the side again um, getting into the flow and so before I either give that presentation live or I'll just record it right here, um, we'll we'll put that out and I'll I'll have uh, some forewarning, you know, maybe on 
the website or something when that'll be released. You can go to tylerbloyer.com slash subscribe and you'll get future updates of things that I think you should see. I probably won't send out emails for every update, but things that I think maybe people would want to see or that I think are important, um, we'll be getting into that. So, All right, well, we'll just <clears throat> go ahead and jump right in to today's presentation. And uh, this presentation is titled the voluntary slaves volunteerism the doctrine of master servant and that's what volunteerism really is and it, it really is a a contract of master servant and we'll, we'll start to see how it really doesn't apply anything at all to what people would consider freedom and the freedom movement i don't understand Oh, I, well, I do sort of understand, but I don't see why it's become such a pillar of, of you know, the freedom movements and whatnot. Because, and you'll hear almost everyone who's like a mainstream person in these movements say that they're a voluntarist. It's like, it's like one of those things you just have to say, like, you have to carry that card. And I don't think they really thought it through all the way. And really what it is, is, is a contract of master-servant, and we'll go into that. So... To start out, we'll start out with a kind of a funny meme here. The dazed, the dazed and confused anarchist, really, or you know, voluntarist. Hey, do y'all, y'all know what voluntarism is? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's kind of my, you know, poking a little bit more fun at these, these uh, dazed and confused voluntarists here, trying to get you to come and and party with them and check out their ideas and their cult, right? So, well, what is voluntarism? And what it really is, is uh, the doctrine of master-servant, right? It is chaining yourself to something and saying, I am your servant, that is a volunteer. And, you know, I can hear almost all the voluntarists saying, that is not what it is, and that's not what I'm talking about, and when I say it, that's not what I mean. So we'll give, well, and it's it's one of these things, it's like, well, then why wear the label? Because that's what it is. And so you can give an example of, of this um, as a person who joins the military. Okay, they, you could say that they do it because they're brainwashed or that they're coerced into it or that, you know, the economic incentives are too great and whatever. They voluntarily sign up to go and be a soldier, to be an order follower, right? And when they voluntarily choose to do that, they're volunteering to go be a soldier. Well, once once they are a soldier, though, and once they've volunteered and signed up and become a soldier and gone through boot camp and are an official soldier or whatever, you know, at that point, they can't just be like, well, I'm, you know, I want all my interactions to be completely voluntary, only things that I want to do. The, you know, commanding sergeant or there, they would immediately not be in the military anymore. That's not what the volunteering position is all about. And what they're really volunteering for is service and being a servant and a slave to those who tell them what to do. And once somebody gives you a command, you have to follow that order. And that's the whole idea. Well, it's, you know, a similar thing could be said for citizenship. So your U.S. citizenship is voluntary. Now, there are aspects of it that are involuntary. So when you're a child, obviously, you know, when you've just come out of the womb and your parents go through the processes that kind of maintain the bridges, like I've said, or maintain the relationship, 
that you're going to have with the state throughout with with the government throughout the rest of your life with the IRS really right <laughs> the what really matters is that they're going to get you into the tax cycle to get you paying off uh, the fictional debt that was just created out of nothing and so on and so forth so this part's really important for them to get you into the system right so but that's all not something that the child has the ability to consider or not consider, you know, to, or I'm sorry, you know, they don't have the ability to run away from that decision. They can't leave. So, you know, for that child, it's not a voluntary thing. So there is a cycle here that does need to be broken. You know, if, if this is what people are trying to address with their wanting to be a, a voluntarist, you know, and Keep in mind, I'm not necessarily on either side of this argument, again, and we'll kind of hopefully try to get into that a little bit more. I'm more or less pointing out their dilemma. The voluntarist's dilemma in this situation is, you know, once the child is signed up and given a birth certificate, it's just documenting the birth, but what that eventually does and what it ends up doing is making your contract, your citizenship, valid. You're now operating under the fictitional entity that's created around this time of birth. Um, the name and the corporation basically that comes into being and that the parents then voluntarily grant over to the state and the ownership of that fictional entity is now, you know, um, released to the state, released over to the state. Um, now they are legal owners of that child. So that seems slightly involuntary, <laughs> if you extremely involuntary for the child, right? So they didn't have a decision in that. Now I got stuck in this for a while and even with my own children we went back and forth on this issue, right? And uh, there was definitely some time, a lot of time given for decisions to be made and we don't need to go into all that here, maybe sometime in the future. But the point is, is that they can always get out of that later in life if they want to. And, you know, we're not going to get into this free man on the land, straw man, your legal fiction thing here today too much. We will a little bit. But the point is, is that it is voluntary later in life for you to keep on maintaining that relationship. And at any point as in your adult life, you could revoke that citizenship and the information to be able to do that is available. It's not like it's not available. So it's not like we're nescient of this information on if we really wanted to be in a voluntary relationship with other people in all times and all places and we were going to be true to our voluntarist principles, we could do that as an adult. So there are no excuses, right? So you don't need to be a voluntarist. You can just be the free person that you want to be and you don't need to get into the dialectic of always needing the government around to define what your ism is. That's the problem with all these isms, is they're always just in some dialectical opposition to some other fictional entity known as the, uh, you know, f the, the anarchist, the real anarchist known as the state. <laughs> and that might be you know, ever at this point, anyone who's in these movements and stuff like this, mind is just going all, oh, that's not what I mean by anarchy, and that's not what I mean by voluntarism, and that's not what I mean by my libertarianism, and the problem is, is it doesn't necessarily matter what you mean by it, and that's, you know, kind of the issue, too, is, is that people's meanings of things is all personalized and not objective, you know, 
and they want to personalize that their anarchism is this flavor and it's spiritual anarchism and so it's different you know and really it's not it's and we will get into that but anyway so what it really is is the doctrine of master servant and we'll see you know that there are others that have come across this including the examples that I've given that you know you can expatriate you are not in some contractual thing that's forced upon you that you can never get out of so take that off the table you don't have that argument anymore you can get out of it alright and if you're saying you want to be a volunteer and a voluntary voluntarist you're saying that you want to go around and like find a contract with somebody where you can be a servant to them like that's really what it means and so we see here from Samuel Hobson, and this is not Samuel Hobson the Socialist in the late 19th century. This is a different Samuel Hobson from before that time. And I took some extra time and due diligence last night to confirm that because <laughs> I try hard not to pass down uh, raving lunatic communist uh, quotes and, and Things. But although I can share something that I might not agree with the author, with the person who uh, quoted this thing or wrote this thing, I don't have to agree with everything they've ever said in order to share something. So if I share a meme from somebody who was, you know, part of this or part of that thing, or they're they're a radical left-wing communist or whatever, sometimes there are still things that that person might have said that'll be valuable to share in context of what I'm trying to say, right? So, although I do try to do my due diligence, it's possible that maybe I'll try to give a little forewarning before I, you know, so people don't go sharing around something that I shared if it was something that shouldn't be taken out of context, right? But, so we'll get into this slide here. Samuel Hobson has to say, Voluntarism, in truth, has no foundation to rest upon. It is a promoter of endless divisions and necessarily tends to anarchy. It may rise and rapidly advance for a time and be very popular because it ministers to that love of independence and to that impatience of all authority which are so deeply rooted in our corruption and nature. Sorry, in our corrupt nature. But it cannot long stand. It depends upon the popular will and, therefore, is a li is li it is liable to be blown in any direction by any, by the breath of a fickle multitude. It has no standard. As an anchor might keep it, it is steady amidst the turbulent waters in which it is placed. And therefore, it is like a wave in the sea, driven with the wind and tossed, instead of providing an ark of safety, in which people may find rest and peace when the floods of infidelity and immorality are surrounding them. It is a wreck broken into a thousand pieces, which affords no place even for the sole of a foot. And that's Samuel Hobson from his work, The Claims of Our Church and the Insufficiency of Voluntarism. Because when you go back and look at the history of voluntarism, it'll often be closely linked in with the Christian church. And again, I'm not like saying that it's bad to be uh, volunteering or to be voluntary. I'm just saying that as a political movement, which is kind of what it's morphing into and what it's becoming more like radicalized, it doesn't work. And as like a philosophical worldview to like base all your opinions on, it also doesn't work. And the non-aggression principle isn't a principle. And 
it's not these things aren't foundational building blocks as as these movements as the cults as the dogmatic side of these things wants to believe they are and here we better get this plugged in sorry it looked like we were going to run out of juice on that battery but the the power cord was acting a little weird earlier it still is but let's see if we can get that to stick all right so you know that's what Hobson is saying is that it's baseless that it doesn't mean anything that it's really just air you know and that things that people say that when it comes down to it when society is becoming corrupt all around you because everybody's being a voluntary completely disgusting asshole you know what I mean <laughs> when everybody's watching porn all day and on drugs but they're not violating the non-aggression principle, but they're all ecstasied out, you know, completely asleep, not paying attention to anything that's going on around them, so you basically are completely enslaved with a bunch of happy slaves around you. That's volunteerism, right? That's, it has no basis. Why can't that be volunteerism? Why, if everybody's volunteering to do that, if everybody's not violating other people's non-aggression principle, right, but they're all complete zombies, or completely drugged out, or whatever, I mean, this is the happiness principle, this is the brave new world, this is Aldous Huxley's warning, if not just, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy that this is the roadmap for where humanity is headed where everyone is high on drugs all the time and ignoring anything bad that's going on around them because that makes them feel bad and they just need to remain happy all the time and that's what is guaranteed the most freedom if all my weirdness and you know non-gendered gayness is just respected by everyone in society all the time and no one ever uses any discretion or discernment discernment you know against any of my behavior that's freedom right no wrong that is not freedom that is the opposite of freedom that's satanism that's what libertarianism is that's the new modern libertarianism and that's what it leads to is the ultimate slavery of a society because everyone loves it right or thinks they do anyway so you know that's what Samuel Hobson thinks on voluntarism now let's hear a little bit from Etienne de la Boite um, this is from his books the politics of obedience the discourse of voluntary servitude which can easily be found online again this slide I stole from my upcoming presentation uh, part of the falling into the movement's traps. One never pines for what he has never known. Longing comes only after enjoyment and constitutes amidst the experience of sorrow, the memory of past joy. It is truly the nature of man to be free and to wish to be so. Yet his character is such that he instinctively follows the tendencies that his trainings gives him gives him now again I'm applying this to the voluntarists I'm not saying they're exempt from this that they would sit and apply this to the you know to the boomer left and right Republican Democrat crowd no 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 look in the mirror this applies to the voluntarist movements to these freedom movements let us therefore admit that all those things to which he is trained and accustomed seem natural to men and that only 
and that only that is truly native to him which he receives with his primitive untrained individuality. Thus custom becomes the first reason for voluntary servitude. Men are like handsome racehorses who first bite and bit and later like it, and rearing under the saddle a while soon learn to enjoy displaying their harness and prance proudly beneath their trappings. And again, this is goes for the libertarian freedom movement as well. This isn't exempt. You aren't exempt from this behavior. And it's the same thing. We may say all these things that we want, and but our behaviors that are indoctrinated into us, that portion of your life that was involuntary, and that you didn't break the cycle of and then went and did to your children, but then turn around and say all these things about what you'd like to do and how you'd like to live your life, but yet you are maintaining the very relationship that you may say that you don't want, you, your actions are completely in contradictions with all your, all your stances. And I'm not making a complete 100% blanket statement, but I am making a, a very large majority statement for the people online, and especially um, in the freedom movements online and things like that, that you'll find. I would say it's like 99% of the people are not real. They're fake. They're online activists, online voluntarists only. They're online freedom lover, truth seekers only. And they've not done a lot of the background work and the shadow work or the due diligence type of work and the long, you know, haul work. And they are really just kind of drifting along and saying things that they have no idea what they're talking about. And someone, I think, who's become kind of popular who does this, and who literally uses his audience, and I'm, I'm going to pick on somebody who I even had on my show previously here, yes, with this upcoming slide, is Adam Kokesh, and this meme says, um, Adam Kokesh is spreading the word of freedom and liberty. And then the other guy says, well, is he though? Is he? Is he? You know, I've met so many people in the voluntarist libertarian movement who are like, Adam Kokesh is the one who brought me into voluntarism and all these things. And, uh, you know, lately what he's done is gone complete libertarian party and <clears throat> wants everyone to vote for him so he can top down abolish the government, the federal government, and uh, dissolve the completely entirely federal government. All this stuff, right? I've heard him say things like, the only way to do this is top-down. That's the only way. So, I mean, how central planning, commie, in-disguise stuff does that sound, dude? That he wants to top-down tell everybody what they need to run their lives and how their government should be, you know? And I say that it's the complete opposite. I mean, it's totally bottom-up. It starts here and how your self-governance is operating first of all. And if people were governing themselves properly, the form of government that would take place externally would be so radically different than what we have now that I don't even think it would be called the government. And it's possible that, you know, there's as a huge and large aspects of the current overhead of the current federal and state governments that would be not necessary, including, you know, almost entirely all legislation if if people were living according to the laws of nature as 
nature intended or as God intended. And that would be a completely radically different thing than we have now if people were self-governing. And so I think also to be completely against all government is also short-sighted and you're not hearing exactly what you're saying because people do need to self-regulate to self-govern themselves, right? But anyway, so the top-down authoritarian vote for me, libertarian party, libertarian activists, uh, political libertarian, I should say, is not going to work. And it's a complete fallacy, a total facade. And anybody who can't see this is just drinking the Kool-Aid. Totally. Okay. And I'd be willing to debate Adam on this. I know he's had some conversations on this before. And I think he got completely obliterated on it. Um, I would recommend watching the Jay Dyer and Adam Kokesh debate a few times. And let it sink in if you're a voluntarist and love Adam Kokesh. Um, again, watch it a few times. And if you've not heard of Jay Dyer and his work, uh, go check out Jay Dyer and some of his critique on the libertarian, uh, modern American libertarianism. Okay, so so where are these people, the, the Adam Kokesh followers of the world, the voluntarists? They are in the secondary matrix. And, you know, where have those people in the secondary matrix gotten to? They've gotten to absolutely nowhere. And they're like these people in these pods in the matrix. They're still asleep. They're still in the secondary matrix. Okay, they haven't been woken up. They're claiming all these things. They're claiming to be red-pilled and whatnot. But I call bullshit. I really do. And it's something that I will continue to cover and hopefully be able to explain more. But really, you know, they're in the secondary matrix of movements, activism, virtue signaling, and inauthentic modes of rebellion and revolution. You know, they're fly by the seat of their pants, all stressed out activists begging for money online or in their slum lord or slummy gross anarchist circles, you know, basically homeless people peddling their crap because they can't get a job. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds like hugely Trump supporter-ish, but, you know, I'm not, like, total pro-capitalism, bro, and everybody just needs to be woke to the free market and capitalism and stuff. I'm not like that either, but life does require a lot of hard work, you know, and there's no way around that. And it seems like these movements are also kind of a mixing ground place for people that don't want to face that, you know, and then they'll turn around and become an activist and online donate to my Bitcoin address person who gets their money by getting super chats and going on and getting super chats on YouTube and being completely contradictory, you know, posting on the platforms that are ran by the same people that they oppose. Um, and they're inauthentic modes of rebellion and revolution. They're, it's inauthentic. It's not real. It does re it does revolutionize. It just goes around in circles. It just revolves. You know, the French Revolution and the whole natural rights philosophy, the Constitution, the American, you know, experiment is all based in like this Kantian nihilistic um, 
natural rights philosophy, which, you know, is just really based in pragmatism and, you know, human slavery, again. And it's not some huge uh, evolution in human consciousness. It's an experiment that appears to have ex failed horribly and now the rats and the wolves and everything is just like gouging on the dumb, idiot, bloated, mind-controlled, retarded slaves until it runs out of money and they can get their new global currency in place in everybody's mind or something like that. I mean, that's <laughs> what a freedom in America has resulted in. And so what I would say is that these people don't understand the plane of causality. They don't, here in this next slide we see you know, the why that underlies and precedes manifestation. They don't seem to get it about why they're in the condition, what they feel like is complete coercion and duress all the time. And uh, how to get out of that also. So they don't understand how they're in the position that they're in. And they don't seem to want to know or how to get out of it. Like I said in, in last show, it, or a couple shows ago, it's like the screaming child on the ground who wants something and you, they're screaming and you try to even give it to them and they still won't take it. You know what I mean? That's what the voluntarist is. And, uh, you know, the plane of effects is what they're addressing. They're addressing the plane of effects. They're addressing the fact that they've signed up for a contract at work that said the IRS was going to take taxes out of it and that they voluntarily wake up and go to that job every day and they're trying to address the fact that they've gone and gotten into this contract and that they're in some position that they'd rather not pay the federal government and the IRS and the Federal Reserve System and the banker state and the Illuminati and blah 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 and the pedophiles. They don't want their taxes to go to these people. So they're going to become a voluntarist and continue to maintain all these relationships where it's going to uphold all these things that they say they don't want. So they don't seem to understand anything about this, this principle, this is a principle. Cause and effect is a principle. Causality, you know, natural law, consequence, the, the program that's operating here that is ac accurate 100% of the time. When you put in A, you get B. And if that's the equation, it's that way all the time in all places everywhere in the universe. And this way of looking at the world and, and understanding natural law and the laws of nature don't seem to be on the radar of these people. And they don't seem to really want to address the causal conditions. They want to be the slave looking for the comfort in the nice little underestful place and they're under duress so they're going to cry about it and they're not actually ever going to address that. And if that is offensive to you and you are one of these people and you're saying, that's not me, and I completely agree, and you disagree, and you're so angry and upset right now. Um, I would say that I'm not that far off. Really? Come on now. Be honest with yourself. Be honest uh, with what you say you want, and the things that you, the isms that you wear, and the conditions that you're creating by your actions, and if they're in alignment with each other. And I would say that there probably is a big gap there. And then it becomes to the point where I say, just drop the label. It's okay. We'll just say we don't know.
We'll just say that we've been caught up in the cycle too. And I'm being serious now. This is something like, you know, I will say this, that you, all the isms are what's really blinding you and causing you not to see what it is. That you don't need an ism. You don't need a label to be free. And it's really the path of the individual and not any group or movement. So you can relax a little bit. You don't need to go looking around for the movement and the right people to be around and all these other, all these other things. It's a state of mind, mainly. Oops. Drum a mouse. And in that state of mind, you'll start expressing freedom and manifesting it in your own life. And the goals and the things that you say you want to produce this and to produce that condition for yourself and your family and others and even, you know, more larger than that and societally and globally, those conditions will be manifested once you break out of this secondary matrix, right? And I'm starting to view and see this in my own life. And I think that there are others out there too that are on this similar path of kind of getting past well, I don't think I know this because they've assisted me with kind of getting past this next level of of falling into the movement traps, right? Which is why I'm taking the time to document this experience before kind of completely moving on. It's almost that this is like a teenager type of mindset that I'm having that I need to move on from, right? It's a little late bloomer probably compared to a lot of people, but again, a controversial figure that maybe... I don't agree with everything he's ever said or done, but uh, Mikhail Bakunin says, The liberty of man consists solely in this, that he obeys the laws of nature because he himself has recognized them as such, and not because they have been imposed upon him externally by any foreign will whatsoever. So what man voluntarily needs to do is follow the laws of nature. That's what you need to volunteer to doing to aligning your behavior and your actions and the things that you say that you ultimately want prosperity, health, freedom for your family for yourself there is an understanding of the laws of nature that needs to come into play and you need to align your uh, that's what's known as raising your frequency it's not about some new agey airy fairy nonsense it's about the, the truth is this straight, unwavering line that can't be changed. It's objective. It is immutable, unwavering, straight line. And uh, your perceptions of that are the wave signal, right? The wave sign that comes through and is only hitting the straight line once in a while. Well, the higher that frequency is, the more frequently that it's hitting the truth, the higher that wavelength, the shorter it will be. So that's what's meant with raising your frequency. It's not about literally like changing the. I mean, you'd probably die if you could change your biological frequency to some higher thing. Your heart would explode or something. I mean, you're, you can't change things like that. You shouldn't change your frequency to a higher level. Maybe that's what the 5G is going to do to everybody's brain. But to try to do this sounds something like some new age stupid nonsense to me. But the idea is to raise your perceptions of the truth to become in more infrequent with it, in frequency, right? So how do we do this? I mean, 
Ezra Pound, the great American uh, freedom fighter who was imprisoned for a lot of his life for uh, even talking about some of these things and concepts, has this to say, a slave is one who waits for someone to come and free him. So this whole pacifist, just be voluntary, and if we just abolish the Fed, and we just make everybody else just be voluntary, we'll just be voluntary, and it'll never happen. You're the slaves who are always going to be slaves, waiting for someone to come and free you. So there, there's a, that mindset is keeping you enslaved, is what I'm trying to bring out here. That the voluntarist isn't just like me wanting to pick on it, it's dangerous. That worldview is making the people that are in these movements that are, that we, it would be nice to be shoulder to shoulder with them on this journey, somewhere closer to shoulder to shoulder. They're not. They're, it's a sad state of affairs. It's a complete contradiction. They're walking fallacies and totally look like idiots. And it's becoming more popular. That's another problem, is that this groupthink thing and this this secondary matrix is is broadening again. It, it, I mean, this used to be here with like political libertarianism back in the Ron Paul days. And then all the people that got sucked up into the political side of that. And now here we are again with the kind of the second wave of that with the Anarchapulco people in Vegas right now. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry if you're watching this and you went there, but did you not see some of this? Did you not know some of the people there drove there with a driver's license and at the same time say that they have no government and no masters, but voluntarily they sign up for all these things that they go out for all the whole week in Vegas and say that they're against. They're all completely complying with all the conditions that they say they don't want. And so, again, it's not to be on one side of that argument or another. The point is to point out the contradiction shouldn't be there. And then you remove it and then you move on. It's not to, for me to say, well, so what we all need to do is go out and vote harder next time. I don't think that either. And I'm not a huge status top-down authoritarian either. I'm also not completely against all structure and all hierarchy either. And I think there are voluntary hierarchies that could work and have worked and will work very well. So the point is, is to not just be so dogmatic with, you know, these belief systems and these movements where it gets to the point where you're not thinking anymore. And you're just saying and repeating all the same things as everybody else. So... Again, I'm, you know, pointing this out with the voluntarists, but it goes to all these different things. Um, the anarchists, the, the libertarians definitely have major problems, like, throughout. It's throughout. And I will be going into more of that later. And when I say later, it could be any time within the next year. This type of work takes me some time to work on and get out. I try to keep these shorter videos short and sweet and try to get the to the point, but I do want to go into more, you know, expansion on this, and so, again, if you stuck around and waited till the end, and made it to the end, to see this uh, wonderful video on the voluntary slaves, uh, thank you very much for joining me here, I apologize if things are a little shaky or a little um, informal, I am trying to just express myself the best that I can in my own name, not some pseudonym online. This is just me on TylerBloyer.com and my thoughts that I like to dump out there sometimes. So 
I'd like to hear some feedback. Let me know what you think. If this is something that you've not thought about and you're in the voluntarist movement and it made you think a little bit about it, let me know. Send me an email. Send me a question and I'll try to address it. So, uh, again, everyone, thank you. Have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you later.